0: hey it's episode 60 of cheeseheads in chicagoland best podcast about the green bay packers today we are talking about the packers 21 to 13 win against the chicago bears in their final home game at lambeau field during the regular season cheeseheads in chicagoland the aforementioned best podcast about the aforementioned green bay packers i am the as of yet not yet mentioned mike fleischman that is the as of yet
1: unmentioned matt mellum hey hey how's it going uh good glad to be mentioned now yes glad that we are now both mentioned and we can and we can refer to each other as the previously mentioned uh, mike fleischman yes. and previously mentioned matt mellum setter um I'm thankful for that. You know what? Happy Thanksgiving. That's what I'm thankful for. A few weeks late, but uh, that just popped into my head. I'm thankful for episode 60.
0: Yeah, we're cruising along. That's a lot of episodes.
1: That's a ton of episodes. That's a lot of content. Um, Audio art. Some may call it. Uh, This is content, baby. Uh, (laughs) I have have perfected my art. (laughs) This is my art form: the sports podcast. I'm the king of it. You can check it out in the art galleries where art goes, like the MoMA.
0: Yes, next to the banana. (laughs) Next to the banana and the Chemex coffee maker. Check it out. That's a a shout out to... I I have a friend of mine that I play bar trivia with as often as we can once a week. And he is in the art world, and he just got back from Art Basel, which I'm sure I said that wrong. Um, No, I think that's right. Okay. Um, And... We were talking about it a little bit and he visits a lot of the galleries not involved with whatever art fair he's currently at when he goes on these excursions. And so we're talking a bit about that. I'm avoiding it, I'm avoiding it. And then and once once we kind of exhaust like the his initial surface impressions of this year's Art Basil, yeah. Like I saw about the banana. I uh, got add just his face falls. He's like, "I knew you were going to ask me about the <laughs> damn banana." <laughs> Everyone wants to talk to me about the banana. Yeah, the banana. He's like, he's got an explanation of like the banana doesn't mean what you think it means. I'm like, I think it. I think I know what it means. I think I know what it means. Yeah. it means a lot of money, baby. It's a yes, exactly. It you, big bucks, you baby. Nailed it. yeah. It's Miami, baby. It's
1: Miami, we, baby. How we, we're partying it up. That's how we do things here um, in New York, Miami. New York, Miami, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is pronounced Art Art Basil because I remember there's a push a T line that goes something like Art Basil, Art Basil, and the bezel. Okay, your bust down is bust down. It don't match the metal. Lower levels where your pedals at. I think that's something. I think that's it.
0: So you say it like like the uh, <laughs> like the main character. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you say it like the main character in Faulty Towers, John Cleese's character. Yeah, Basil, Basil, Art basil. basil. A little a garnish of basil, please. I have been all the way into, on my Switch, the Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. So good. I'm just... It's fantastic. I'm doing that at every possible free moment of my life right now. As you should. I've had the Switch for a while. I bought it thinking that I was going to use it when I travel on the road. And I just have found that... When I'm working on the road, there's not a lot of like free time. Time it's always just back into my rosters and shit. When yeah. I'm, when I have free time. But now that I've had a little bit of time after the end of the football season, before basketball truly goes insane in January. Yeah, I've had this time, and I'm like so looking forward to the Christmas time things of just Let's having. Let's go. Yeah, chills out. Yeah, take some take some car rides and. You know, chill out after eating, you know, six pounds of ham and yeah. you know, play honey Breath of the Wild. Uh, possibly honey ham. Good. I beat my first divine beast. Oh, fun. Which which one did you do first? The elephant. Oh, he's a good one. He's a good one. Yep. I like him. I don't know. The The game seems pretty confident that it doesn't need to tell me which
1: order to do things in. Do it in whatever order you want. Okay. You so, can do it in whatever. You know, some of them are a little bit harder, but... You can really do it in whatever. See, way I'm you not. Want to do it.
0: I'm not a video game man. Like sure. I'm, I I've definitely like played a shitload of video games in my life. You played the Red Dead game. Yeah. The, cow, the the big cowboy game. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got. I lent that to a friend. I got seven hours into it. Yeah. It's a
1: long, um, long story. But
0: like it pre in my previous life as a as a kitchen guy. Like, yeah. You come home and play video games on the nights where you don't go out and play video games with friends. Like that was definitely a thing, but I was always like a 2K guy or a Madden guy. Like I don't have this sort of like hack and slash vocabulary. So I get to like the parts of Breath of the Wild where you need to fight things. And I'm, I'm using a combination of like, like, shooting exploding arrows and not knowing what the fuck is going on. Yeah, and just get it over with. Get it over with. I want to do puzzles. It's working. I want to cook. I I feel like it's working pretty effectively, actually, and I I appreciate the game for that because I'm sure you could go into some boss fights not having, like, eaten the dish that gives you 17 extra hearts Mm -hmm. and then, you know, saving the giant poking spear that you've been saving just poking until... Staying far away and poking. Yeah, and just... and then shooting exploding arrows again and then poking and then being like, don't die and and not having any sort of coherent plan for those sections. But I like the fact that the game so far has forgiven me for not having a coherent plan. And I'm hoping by the time I get to the final boss, I have a coherent plan of how to make my fingers do like, yeah. technical things.
1: Yeah. It sounds a lot like a, like a football season, you know, yes. it sounds a lot like a, you know, previous years of the green Bay Packers. What do you do? Last year, you play the Bears, you keep the stick, you poke them from a distance, mm-hmm. you hope you get the one big explosive arrow yeah. that scores you points, and you didn't really have a plan. This year... You have a plan. You have a plan. Last year,
0: you give an interview in which you say,
1: my knee, my knee, Ooh, my knee. In, a, in a weirdly southern accent from a California man. <laughs> Uh, and you basically just say we had no plan. We just yeah. oh. you rolled the ball out to Aaron Rodgers on one knee and one broken knee. Yeah, uh, we never had a plan for the game. And this year, uh, the Packers had a, a reasonable plan. And they started off with one big explosive arrow to Marquez Wallace-Scantling. And it uh, went nowhere. Yeah.
0: Yep. I think I think you've got to start with my growing realization in the in the preseason, I was never sitting on the idea of like this Packers receiving core is elite. I was sitting on the growing realization that there are about
1: five options. One of them has to pan out, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> none of yeah, none of the ones that we yeah none none of them have really panned out. You know, Alan Lazard's uh, had a pretty good year. He's as close to panning out as any of them. Yeah, and it's it's in such a limited. You know snap count that you can't really be sure um, you know since he started really getting snaps I, I, I if I remember this stat correctly he's been he's ninth in the league in yards per per target um, which is you know pretty solid uh, but it comes in such a small sample size in so few games you know there, there's games where Alan Lazard will go you know three catches for a hundred something yards and then the next week he'll have two catches for 15 yards and he plays almost no role in the offense. Um, so you're absolutely right. There's, you know, there's, there's five options. One of them's got to pan out. Marquez followed the Scantling. Still, I believe, second on the team in receiving yards, but it's really only been done in about seven games. His I mean,
0: disappearing act this second half of the season has been, magical. been pretty remarkable.
1: Yeah, I don't I, know where he is anymore. Uh, somebody call David Copperfield? Is that that's the disappearing his, man? That's his disappearing man. Call him. Um, yeah, cuz Marquez valdez scaling really hasn't hasn't shown up much over the last couple of weeks, you know, it it I loved the play call to start off. Oh yeah. I'm oh, a huge fan. A huge fan of that play call. That ball's That ball's in a catchable spot. That's pretty good. That's a that's I mean, that's a drop in the bucket over the top. That's a beautiful throw. You know, he just kind of alligator armed it and you know, I, we I, talked about his catch techniques. Yeah. Last week. He he plays like he's small. Yep. He doesn't play like he's 6 foot 5. He's 6 foot 4, 6 foot 5. You know, he doesn't extend and get it. He kind of waits for it to come in and you can see that on this one where if he extends his arms 6 more inches. That's hitting middle of his palms, but instead he's trying to still catch it with his body on an over the top basket drop catch. You know, an over the shoulder type type reception, and it just goes right off his hands. Like it it was Bizarre to watch the replay once you know they go to slow motion and you see it again. It just looks like he just whiffed. And you know when it when it comes to guys who are who are kind of playing a, a David Copperfield disappearing act, you have to wonder if if you know there's there's a confidence issue um, with that. If it's a a thing of not having done it as much uh, recently, or if it is just a damn he's not that great. Yeah, he had a, he had a strong confident start to the season and
0: I just don't know what the point of having a deep threat receiver who has a one-dimensional game like that is if you can't go Use hit him. It. Yeah, if, yeah, if he doesn't if it doesn't work then you don't have a
1: deep threat receiver. Yeah. And there's there you know there's there's not really anybody else on this this offense besides Devontae Adams that I would call a deep threat receiver. Um, Aaron Jones, possibly. Aaron Jones, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Exhibit A, Aaron Jones. Um,
0: on the list of plays that are coming back, by the way, yeah. that deep wheel route to Aaron Jones.
1: Yeah, we're going to see that. Foreshadowing.
0: Yeah, we're going to see that. Next week against the the Vikings, who have had uh, some particular problems at safety yeah. and at cornerback this year.
1: Oh, man, they've had they, some real trouble at cornerback. They can
0: get a picked on.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I would... Be excited for a, a big week out of this Packers receiving core next week. Um I mean particularly Devontae Adams. He eats the Vikings alive every time they play. Um <clears throat> yeah, Xavier Rhodes, uh Trey Wayne's, they've all they've really struggled this year. Mike Hughes. They've 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 really struggled over in Minnesota. Um Saw a list of of believe it was uh air yards given up. Um by cornerbacks and it was uh kyle fuller was i believe number one and then it was Rhodes, and then it was waynes i believe um so a rough no packers kevin king didn't make the list no packers made the list um so you know rough cornerback play from the nfc north rough, rough cornerback play particularly from minnesota's one and two uh cornerbacks could spell a decent day for the packers next week in a big in a big game going back to what's on our plate currently Bears start the game with a
0: punt and it is returned by Irvin for twelve yards. Tyler Irvin, apparently, not MVP. good enough to play on the Jaguars. Yeah.
1: Not good enough to play on the Jaguars. Good enough to be the uh the, future owner of the Green Bay Packers. The best return man in Packers history. I, you know, as as a as a as an owner, I'm I'm willing to sell my share, and I hope everyone else is as well. Yes. Um I will be writing a letter to Mark Murphy to let him know that uh he should make Tyler Irvin the official owner of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, and that I'm willing to sell him my share and uh sorry, I'm I'm envisioning I'm I'm envisioning a sketch in my
0: mind of sure. a uh, of a, a non sarcastic uh Packers owner in, in heavy air quotes. Sure. Actually, who actually does write emails to Mark Murphy in Dearest a very familiar Mark. familial tone. Yeah. Like partner or something. Dear partner. Hey, Mark, just checking in. Hey, I uh, just thought you'd be concerned. Uh, Voice my concerns. Been, going, up, going on vacation yeah, next week. Going over the <laughs> most recent box score. Couldn't help but notice that uh, you, know, you like this Tyler Irvin guy, huh? Been expecting my invite to the, the board of directors meetings. They still haven't arrived. Anyway, <laughs> hope to talk to you soon. Sincerely, Bob. That wife says Hi. <laughs> Packers punt on their first possession of the game after a a Bears punt, and this is, I think, for the Bears, we're going to talk about some of the things that Mitch Trubisky did that surprised me. He didn't, but he didn't look dreadful. Their their first couple of their first three four, their first four possessions are scoreless, and he looked dreadful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> during he, that. yeah, and that's that's the kind of thing that separates. I think a quarterback who no one's ever said that Trubisky can't all of a sudden do some wild shit. Yeah. No, what he, they're saying he, is that he frequently has periods of four or five or six drives where he doesn't crew a yard.
1: Yeah. I think they had like 12 yards. Mm-hmm. I think the bears had like 14 yards of offense through the first quarter. Um, they looked really bad in chunks. Uh, not in junks, for the vast majority of this game, they looked really bad. You know, Mr. Bisky. every once in a while will make some insane across-the-body throw. But just as often when he attempts those throws, something bad happens. It's kind of a dice roll every time of whether, you know, he's rolling to the right and throwing deep to the left uh, off off-platform, off-schedule.
0: Yeah, and those things, once they start going well for him, he starts to since he has very little grounding in actual mechanics or footwork if he completes a couple of across the body miracle throws then he starts thinking well that's how I'm going to win this game and then he throws it directly to tie uh, to Dean Lowry Yeah. anywho uh, Packers get a their first touchdown on a possession that probably should not have happened again this uh this was the one yeah. where Cordero Patterson smacked the absolute shit out of uh, out of Tremon Williams he hit him very hard as you know when the ball arrived Williams had not called for a fair catch uh, Cordell Patterson remains a, a low key great signing by the Chicago Bears yeah, absolutely uh, he is one of the greatest special teams players in the league right now yeah and of our generation yeah
1: it, of, of the last like decade or something, he, you know, he, it feels like he's made a massive impact on every single team he's been on. It's, if you talk about guys who play angry, Patterson plays furious. Yeah.
0: I have not seen a guy play angrier, I don't think this decade, than Cordero Patterson. <clears throat> Vontaze Uh Yeah, well, I think there's a difference between playing angry and being Vontaze <laughs> for Sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. sure. No one has ever talked about, like, kicking Bernardo yeah. Patterson out of the league yeah. for being, like, an too insane angry. person. Yeah, yeah.
1: He yeah. plays the, the right amount of angry. Yeah. He plays the right amount of furious. He's not too crazy. He's not too furious. He's not too upset.
0: Yeah, there's there's a there, yeah, there's a big difference at least in my mind between someone who plays angry and
1: someone who is angry. Yeah, sure. I'm not, sure, that's that's a good distinction yeah. to make. Is he I, I don't think he's really angry. I think he just plays angry. Yeah. He just turns that switch on. Yeah, he's he's got he's got some
0: some zip and vim and vinegar to him. I I'm a big fan. Sign this guy.
1: He'd be he'd be a fun addition to the Packers. Yeah. Hey, he's he's a good returner. Yeah. We can always the Packers can always use one of those. He puts um, a little
0: salt on it. But um the penalty comes in, they call it kick catch interference, not fair catch interference, because Tremont Williams never <laughs> signaled for a fair catch. He just got absolutely walloped. Just throttled. Yeah. Tremont Williams should never do anything except be signaling for a fair catch. Yes. From the moment the ball is snapped until Signal, it landed. It. Yeah. Never return it
1: never ever re- just catch yeah. the football
0: yeah dear Tremont Williams never return always catch yeah.
1: <laughs> always catch yeah. lie
0: down thank you yes as a as an owner of the team you should you have to listen to me yeah okay I'm uh I'm gonna be calling calling the shots around here uh Packers Get a a short field because not only should the Bears have had the ball after this play, the they marked it off fifteen yards for Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. This this was a favor. This. The, yeah. The, I, you the know, Twitter timeline got salty oh immediately. Twitter timeline went
1: crazy. Uh, my response to the Twitter timeline was, "Do you really think the Bears were gonna do something with this?" Yeah. They had nine yards of offense to this point. In nine plays and about six minutes of possession. They were not going to do anything with that possession. No matter how short of a field it was, they were not going to move it. So, you know, missed call doesn't really matter in the scheme of things, I don't think, for the Bears.
0: Packers look like they're going to go three and out. They have a fourth and four at Chicago's 29-yard line, at which point I'm saying, hey, put points on the board sure not go for it on fourth down but it was a going for it on fourth down kind of day and rogers puts a perfect yeah laser beam on a quick just Devonte adams go route yeah it was into the end zone it, it was beautiful it was a perfect play call
1: perfect yeah and it was it was something that uh LeFleur said rogers checked into rogers said hey i, I got the play call let's run this Lafleur said all right i trust you and uh you know he, he sees the lineup he's got uh buster screen on Devontae adams which anytime you have buster screen on uh, basically anyone you throw the ball at them yep uh and Devontae adams just murders him off the release and he's open basically the second that rogers uh says hi, second that the snap the ball snap devonte adams beats buster screen on the release there's no chance for haha clinton dicks to jog over there in time cuz he's not going to sprint um. So HaHa Clinton-Dix is late to that. He has a chance to lay a hit down at about the two-yard line. HaHa Clinton-Dix lets up. Devontae Adams scores a touchdown. So, um, you know, really beautiful, beautiful throw. Devontae Adams fights through the buster screen, kind of hanging on his back um, for the touchdown. Be a, a really incredible play. Really nice.
0: Bears punt, Packers punt. Bears turn it over on downs on their first effective drive of the game another another drive where I mean they they ended up at the green Bay forty one on a thirteen play drive when the Bears offense was effective, it was this kind of kind of stuff where they're they're going short chunks, getting first downs, converting small stuff, manageable situations for trubisky and the offense. David Montgomery was in there for this series. He's still a good running back. Packers
1: defense, however, was not allowing big running plays in this game. No, they did a great job of bottling up David Montgomery. Um, And, you know, in the first half, I thought that uh, Matt Nagy really, really, really handcuffed uh, Mitch Trubisky. I mean, there was a third and 16 on the second drive of the game for the Bears where he just runs a wide receiver bubble screen. Yeah, that play was... uh you know just a white flag yep just a white flag on that drive saying we can't trust Mitch to throw it 16 yards downfield <laughs> punters love this oh play my call god no uh let's see if a receiver can make a play otherwise we're getting rid of this ball and you saw that a lot uh through this this first quarter especially um you know so many of of uh Trubisky's throws were screens or behind the line of scrimmage or basically at the line of scrimmage very few You know, here and there was he throwing slants or ins or, you know, short outs and stuff like that. But for the most part, man, he was sticking that ball around the the line of scrimmage and they were running it at 13 plays, 44 yards. I mean, you're not as an offense, as a defense. You're happy with that. Yeah, you'll take that. You're excited for that.
0: Yeah. Drive stalls at the 41 Trubisky incomplete deep right to Anthony Miller, Shannon Sullivan on the coverage Packers return the favor turn it over on downs at the Chicago 36. It was cold as heck up in Green Bay it's freezing. on Sunday. So 36, you're looking at a 50-plus yard field goal from that spot. I like going for it. I just don't like that particular play call. You went for it on fourth down last time and yeah. did it pretty well. But this time, was this the one where Khalil Mack got got about Rodgers? I,
1: I don't think so. I think that was a later one. This yeah. one was one where they ran a um, kind of a deep corner route to Devontae Adams and Rogers never looked off Adams. Um so th- if I remember correctly, they ran a kind of like a uh an in up out. Um and for Devontae Adams on the other side I think they were in like two or a two wide receivers or a bunch. Um Lazard came open on just like kind of a little under underneath like mesh little dig route type thing. Um and it would have been enough for a first down, but Rogers never looked off Devontae Adams. Throw was just off kilter. Um, landed like harmlessly a few yards short of Devontae Adams. You know, not a great play call. You don't need to throw deep on fourth down. You need to get six yards. Um, so I, I would much prefer to see Devontae run a quick slant. You know, run a little zig, run a little in, something like that.
0: With time running low in the first half, Bears get a field goal to get on the board for the first time. Couple couple of big bigger plays. Trubisky picks up a nine yard scramble. There's a big uh pass play to Anthony Miller for thirty three yards. Uh Kevin King got beat on that one, which again, folks, like let's not it ha- he I'm, tripped. It, 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 yeah. He tripped on that <laughs> one. You know,
1: it, it happens every once in a while.
0: I understand being being mad at Kevin King, but at a certain point you're mad at him for not being like the best cornerback in, in history. On the team. Yeah. Which these guys who like sometimes get toasted, but don't always get toasted. Like that's an NFL starting caliber quarterback. Yeah. Guys
1: who what occasionally get do toasted. You, do you remember Quentin Rollins? Yeah. Do you remember Ladarius Gunter? Do you remember Ahmad Carroll? Oh my God. I do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll never. I'll never forget them. Yeah. A Woodson. A Woodson
1: Harris uh, duo. That happens w- once, once ever, and that Kevin King, Jair Alexander combo, pretty good one to have. Yeah, pretty good with Channing Sullivan, Tony Brown when he gets healthy again. There's some good pieces, mm-hmm. you know, in this in this cornerback room. I, I'm excited about it. You got to live with this. I, I have similar feelings about Blake Martinez in that, man, who else are you gonna have? You know, he, yeah. He's second in the NFL in tackles. What do you? How much better do you expect a middle linebacker to get,
0: especially with the with the way that the Packers handle run defense? In that they are frequently putting him out there with no other middle linebackers. Yeah, he's essentially being asked to do it by himself four yards past the line of scrimmage yep. a lot of the times so with a running back who's got a
1: head of steam. Yeah, and he still does the job. He's really, really good. He's is he an all pro? Maybe not. No, I don't think so. It's fine. You didn't have to be. You got all pros on the edge. You got Preston Smith, Zedari Smith on the edge. Two one guy. I mean, who's who's making a push for def- yeah. defensive player of the year? You know, you got you got serious guys on the edge. You got great cornerbacks. I don't think Blake Martinez needs to be a superstar. He's just playing good. It's like the the hate for AJ
0: Hawk. Like, yeah, we don't hate AJ Hawk in his twenties. We hate him when the Packers extended him. At- way past where they yeah. should have and then kept him around. Yep. It's the same story with like a lot of guys who stayed way past their Clay Matthews. Their shelf life. Yeah. Is you're sick of the last three years of his play, not the first six. Yeah. Anywho uh the drive the Bears drive that ends in the field goal stall stalls at the twelve because Trubisky is now attempting to complete passes to someone named Jesper Horstead.
1: Who will be mentioned
0: again? Yes, this will come up again. But yeah, but yeah. Um, all other tight ends on the Bears. <laughs> Friendship ended with other tight yeah. ends. Hor- Friendship ended with Trey Burton. <laughs> yeah. Horstead, now best friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a meme reference. I'm 40. Um, but Pinheiro, good from 30 yards out. That's a good range for Pinheiro. Uh, Packers turn it over on downs. They had a minute forty one left. They were trying to get something something going, but uh fourth and fourteen at the Chicago forty one. Um uh, Rogers and Allison can't hook up on that one.
1: Weird play goal.
0: Yeah, it was third and fourth, the thirty one, and the intentional grounding previous to that was the one that I did not like yeah. from Rogers. There are moments in this game where I did not like Aaron Rodgers play at quarterback. Yeah, I think that's fair. And that's uh that's definitely one of them. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna try to intentionally ground that ball, you gotta decide to do that before then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, in the post game presser he says he knew Leonard Floyd was bearing down on him. He just thought he had enough muscle to get it past the first down marker. You didn't. Nope. Get it out quicker. Um and then, you know, you go to the pass to Dronimo Allison. Throw the Hail Mary if you're gonna do anything. Yep. The clock's gonna run out. At worst it's an arm punt, you know. Um, gives the Bears an opportunity to, to make one last chance. They uh, try and throw deep. It's picked off by Jair Alexander. Uh, Jair finally gets a pick. Good for him. They tried to play the lateral game on well, that final that was play. Horrifying! Yeah. Just fall down. Yeah, just yeah, that one. Lie down. What are you doing? <laughs> well, Jair Alexander had an idea. Yeah, he and, uh, had an idea, and he know, he's going to make it happen. Um, all right, buddy. It was terrifying to watch. Yes, that was scary. I was scared about that one. Uh,
0: both teams go into the locker room at seven three. Packers at that point over the Bears. Both teams. Um, let me give me a note about the Bears. Akeem Hicks came back, mm-hmm. and when Akeem Hicks comes back, the Bears defense is good. Yeah, not just like uh, again, like don't cheapen this, please, everybody out there. Don't don't make this victory cheap because the Bears defense is. In all caps, not fucking around.
1: Yeah, no. with The trademark symbol stamped on the end of it. They they're are good, really good. Especially when they're playing a Green Bay Packers team, a division opponent. They're going to every division game. You see teams seem to step it up a notch. I think it's just because you know they know the other team so well. Um, this rivalry, the Bears defense plays so good. They're really, really good when they have all their pieces. They had close to all of them and.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. This Packers team prevented them from making big plays on defense. And which is that's how the Bears win. Like we we know this. We're we've yeah. been taking notes. Yeah. We know how the Bears win games. It's when their defense takes the ball away and makes big plays. And for the most part, the Packers prevented that from happening. Second half starts, and it looks like the Packers maybe had a, a hot cup of coffee in the locker room or something. They come out and go 73 yards in five plays. Ty, Tyler Irvin gets a 26-yard kick return Beautiful. to start things off. Again, not Beautiful. good enough to be on the Jaguars. Good enough to be on the Packers. Uh, Devontae Adams gets a 34-yard play on a on a nice little run after catch. He's he's good. Uh, really Roger scrambles up the middle. And for seventeen, and then Aaron Jones from twenty-one yards out. And again, I love these Aaron Jones runs where it, he gets into the open field, and then, then things just start
1: happening. Yeah, he's he's just so good. Um, crazy stat about this was that this was his first rushing touchdown from outside of the red zone. Huh. 'Cause because it was twenty-one yards out. Thirteen of his fourteen, excuse me, thirteen of his fourteen rushing touchdowns have been uh, inside the red zone. So you know. It's a Packers team that is, has been efficient inside the red zone on offense and has shut down teams in the red zone on defense. Bears get the ball back, and they turn it over on downs
0: after going 41 yards. They got it into Green Bay territory all the way to the Green Bay 32 at one point. Um, the Bears thought that they were going to go no huddle in this game, yeah. which puts a lot of decision-making on Mitch Trubisky at the line of scrimmage. Again, the, the list of things that you should do. Not um, that. Yeah, you should let him throw deep to Allen Robinson. You should do that. You should let him target Allen Robinson yeah.
1: as much as you can.
0: Yeah, you should throw at Allen Robinson a lot because uh, that's the play that got them into Green Bay territory. And from there, third and four, Trubisky sacked, no huddle out of the shotgun. As Kenny Clark, who is
1: uh, feeling good, folks. He's, he's doing good. He's been phenomenal the last couple of weeks. He's been really, really, really solid. The interior of the offensive line against the Bears is bad.
0: And Clark does exactly what he was supposed to do. Is that like Kenny Clark against a good offensive line is going to do things that you might not notice. But if you truly are like a pro bowl defensive tackle, Mm -hmm. you got to do things by yourself. Yeah. Against the interior of a bad offensive
1: line. It's exactly what he did. He tore them to shreds all game long. I mean, he he he's a massive reason why the Bears couldn't get a run game started. Um, He had a sack on Mitchell Trubisky. He was really he was in the backfield all the time uh, on straight drops and stuff. He was he was he was fantastic.
0: On the next drive, Packers get another touchdown. Jake Kumaro shows up for the first time and the only time in the game. I I was saying previously that i think we've started to figure out that the packers wide receiver core is just just bad there you know outside yeah. of devonte adams it's not a not a nfl average group of guys but when they've got guys that they've got to start using effectively and i think they've they've got to put the emphasis right now on the guys who show up in spots mm-hmm. and to me, that's Lazard and Kumaro.
1: Yeah, and, you know, that's that's the thing that I've noticed with this team kind of all year long is that, you know, uh, they're no longer winning solely off the back of Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's, it's, it's no longer, oh, my God, is Aaron going to be able to throw four touchdowns to keep us in this game? Is Aaron going to be able to do all this? Now, guys are popping up in spots. You know, Aaron Jones might have a four-touchdown day. Outside of Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard might have a— you know, a two-touchdown, 100-yard receiving day. You know, it, 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 some of these guys aren't superstars. You know, Alan Lazard's not a superstar. Kumara's not a superstar. Um, Jimmy Graham's had a few nice days. He's not a superstar anymore. You know, it's it's guys at every position can pop up, make a couple plays, and win you a game, which is something we haven't seen in the past so much.
0: Lazard and Kumar are the guys who have made—
1: a number of plays.
0: Yeah, game winning plays. Yeah. In some cases this season outside of just Devontae Adams, which is why I like them because it's pretty clear that you don't you know Geronimo Allison isn't a number two wide receiver in, no. in anywhere. No. And Valdez Scantling is a huge question mark, but when it comes to actually making a play, and the thing about Kumaro on this play is not only does he toast the defense and make a good catch, but he then Starts playing tough. Yeah. Running after the catch, making guys miss. Yeah. He was really effective with the ball in his hands downfield. He wasn't content just to step out of bounds or do anything light. He was going to continue playing.
1: Yeah. Uh, He had that mean streak, that classic Alan Lazard, you know, hit somebody at the end of the play, make them feel it when they try and tackle you. Yeah. Mindset stuff. Yeah. And uh, uh, so Kumro catches that ball on the sideline. Uh, There's one missed tackle immediately. Uh, haha! Clinton Dix had a chance to pull him down right there. Kind of chicken winged it, went flying out of bounds. Um, Kumar was able to extend the play, make it a big 49-yard gain. That's a huge play. It's a really big deal. Yep, love it. And then
0: Packers from the two punch it in with Aaron Jones, and it's 21 to three. At that point, you've got to be thinking, hey, this game's pretty well in hand. Uh, that this this is where the Bears, especially after they go three and out on their very next drive after that, but the Packers offense goes completely into the tank at this point. Yeah. Uh, Bears defense starts to play really effectively. Uh, Bears punt, Packers punt, and the Bears get a field goal on an 11-place, 75-yard drive. I was surprised they kicked this field goal the way they'd been going for it, but they take it all the way down to the 9. And uh, again, with the uh, the Mitch Trubisky out of the shotgun on 3rd and six from the 9, looking for Patterson this time. Um, I like Cordero Patterson, but he cannot be your your target
1: on third and six in the red zone. He, I mean, he, you don't want to say force it, but you do want to say force it, Allen Robinson. Yeah, please do. He's really he's really all you got. Uh, that dude comes up with some bullshit. Yeah, I, he's yeah. so <laughs> that's what, that's what makes him so, so valuable. Good. Um, yeah, I mean, in, unless you've got something really perfectly schemed up for some, I mean, just throw Allen Robinson, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's that good. He's just playing that good. Yeah.
0: Rob Robinson is, he's not wasted on this bears offense. Cause he's like uh, one of the few good players on it. Sure. Yeah. But if he were playing with a legitimate quarterback right now, oh, it's be beautiful. It would be just absurd. Astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He has worked himself all the way back. I have. He's really talented. Yeah. A ton of respect for that guy. He's yeah. a fantastic player. Uh, Packers punt after that field goal. It's 21 to 6 at that point. And then the Bears get their first touchdown of the day. 13 plays, 67 yards. Took five minutes off the clock. Uh, the big play on this drive is a defensive holding penalty on Tremont Williams. I have no argument for that one. Nope, that
1: was a great That was a
0: defensive holding penalty yeah, was on egregious. Tremont
1: Williams. That's fair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Understandable call. They yes. showed me the replay. I said, "You're I, right.
0: I see. You're right. <laughs> that was a dumb thing to do in that situation. <laughs> oh, no, he shouldn't have done that. At uh, second and goal from the Ford Montgomery for two yards. Third and goal at the two, and Anthony Miller catches the touchdown pass. Uh, so at that point, it's twenty-one thirteen, and you start to get uh, a little bit." A little bit worried. Yeah, just a little bit. Especially when the next Green Bay drive goes incredibly backwards. Um, Belaga with a holding penalty sets up second and 20. Um I I hate throwing the ball on first down <laughs> on this drive. Yeah, it I, hurts. I like running the ball on first down on this drive. There's 8.09 left in the fourth. If a if three and out takes three and a half minutes off the clock, it's fine. But it doesn't, so... Bit of a problem there. And then on the third and twenty, uh Rodgers looks like he fumbles, but his elbow was down on the play. Another another play by Rogers that just brain don't, fart. Don't do it. Don't do any of that.
1: Just slide. Yeah. Just slide. There's no reason for you to dive head first. It's a six yard gain on third and twenty. Yeah. You're not you're not you're not pushing for a first down. You know, yeah, you're little, not fighting for yards. The here. yellow line that you can't see is nowhere near is, you. Is is fourteen yards downfield. Yeah. Just slide. Don't risk it. Um. Yeah, a spooky, scary fumble that was thankfully reversed. Um, Packers punt. Bears turn it over. Yep. Second nice down.
0: Possession. Second down and four. And Trubisky, his first interception is a Hail Mary. Who cares? Yeah, doesn't that, matter. That's Shouldn't fine. Matter. But this one is classic Trubisky in that he somehow threw it directly at the biggest guy on the field. Bah, just stares down his receiver the whole time. Um, and Lowry. To his credit, he's blocked. He's not getting anywhere near Trubisky. He takes two steps backwards and puts his hands in the air. Yeah, uh, you know that's. It seems like it's easy for all of us to say that, out here, but when you're actually like rushing the quarterback, like, that's, that's a I, tremendous play. Yeah, it's, it's a, a crazy it's, play. It's a. It's hard to have ideas in that moment. Yeah, and you know Lowry's coached up enough to to where he just he knows he's beat. He can see Trubisky is going into his mechanics. Instead of like one final rush at him that's doomed, two steps backwards, hands in the air. Yeah, and then a crazy and then an catch, incredible catch.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, what's the famous? Is it Mike Tyson quote? You know, everybody's got a plan, so you get punched in the mouth. Uh-huh. It's hard to think when you're trying to bull rush a 350 pound man, um, but to have the idea of, oh, he's been staring at me the whole time. He's probably going to throw it right behind me let me step back and extend my six foot six frame to the ceiling yep. of uh, the sky of Lambeau Field and catch then this ball. Double
0: bobble the ball and yeah. then get it by my fingertips.
1: Fingertips because I got receiver knees. gloves
0: on. Oh, Beautiful play. Best play of Dean Lowry's career. Oh yeah absolutely. A wide margin.
1: Uh, one hell of a play by Dean Lowry. That was uh, when I saw it live I went what? What? <laughs> The ball disappeared into uh, yeah. Dean Lowry. It was like it went into like a portal or something, and it never came. It was uh, crazy to watch live. Uh, a heck of a play by Dean Lowry. A uh, Really smart play. Sideree Smith with the pressure on it um, <clears throat> gets uh, an interception. It was it was nice, you know. Two picks from Trubisky, like you said. The one of them kind of didn't matter. Yep. But this one did. And. The next
0: Packer drive features the the next play that I'm upset about. Um, another, it's another three and out. Packers have to punt from their from their opponent's 38 yard line. They had third down and four at the 27, and Rodgers is sacked for a loss of 11 yards by Nick Kwiatkowski, who is not Danny Trevathan. No. If you're keeping score at home, they might have found themselves a you know a, pretty solid. Yeah, pretty. Pretty good backup middle linebacker there in Quitkowski, but still, not not thrilled about about this play. Some of Rogers' like under pressure decision making in this game was just not
1: yeah not uh, at the right level. They talked about this one in the post game presser because this is one where where Aaron Jones just gets bowled over uh, by Quietkowski coming up the middle, and so he bowls over Aaron Jones, and it's a it's a quick drop, and Rogers' first read is is he expects he expects Devontae to break out. If I remember correctly, it's he. It's he's he's supposed to break out. He instead breaks in. By the time he's you know worked off of that progression and comes around to Geronimo Allison, who's breaking open, Kwiatkowski's pushed all the way through Aaron Jones, and the play's over. Um, so you know it's 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 one of those plays where they weren't really on the same page. Whether they weren't really on the same page or uh, you know the read wasn't necessarily there. I don't know. You know it's hard to hard to know what the the play called for. Um, versus you know, a, a live read and adjustment by a receiver or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, tough, tough, sucks. Rodgers had a few kind of bonehead brain fart plays this week. What follow, what follows is the Bears'
0: second turnover on downs possession. There were five total turnover on downs. I don't think I've seen that many in a long time on, in this game. There was a lot of going for it on fourth down. Uh, Bears bears on this drive, they've got Tariq Cohen in there. He's picking up yards to get them started. They take it into Green Bay territory, but they get as far as the 49 where the drive stalls. Um, again, third and 10, you're looking for Jesper Horstead. I just want to point out that I don't know who Jesper Horstead is, but yeah. I have heard of Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller. I've also heard of Tariq Cohen. Yeah. These are players These on are your players team. Players on the football team. Yeah. These are, these are players on the on the Chicago Bears team. So you gotta go for it on fourth down and ten. They uh look for Allen Robinson and uh Allen Robinson was very well covered on the play. They reviewed it for a possible pass interference. Um again, this this like Let's review it to make sure that there were no penalties thing. Uh, the cops have already decided <laughs> what they're going to decide. Yeah. Like, I just, again and again, like, we keep on, like, saying, well, they're going to review it. Well, no, well, nothing's going to happen. It's because you cannot, like, trying to ask the cops to change their mind is a bad idea.
1: It's not going to work Did for I you. They're not going to like that. Uh, yeah, no. And also, I didn't, it was such a weird thing to look at, you know. It, it, it felt like it took forever they were looking at. Watching it live, you know, they were looking at every single player on the field going home. Oh, maybe they're looking for this. Maybe they're looking for this. This might have been a defensive holding. This might have been a da 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 And I just wanted to scream at my television, they can't review defensive holding. It doesn't matter if it's defensive holding. Yeah. That's not a reviewable play. Stop talking about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it bears Bears end it with a crazy, ridiculous, what the heck... Lateral play, you know, they're at the 34. Trubisky doesn't have the the arm in that weather um, to get it to the end zone. They go with the lateral.
0: Yeah, the actual read of this play is pretty fun because uh, Trubisky passes short middle. That's on the ensuing series
1: after mm, after the Green Bay. Out. Yeah, All I'm, right.
0: I'm a series. I'm a series behind you, but it was another three and out. Took a minute off the clock for the Packers. Uh, they couldn't get a darn first down going after that final score. Anywho, the Bears. The final play of third and one from the Green Bay 34. Trubisky passes short middle to Cohen for 13 yards. Lateral to Trubisky for 21 yards no gain. He fumbles. It's recovered at the Green Bay 21. Trubisky then advances the ball five yards and lateral, laterals it to Jesper Horstead. At, and he's at the Green Bay 7. Got it when, pretty close. When, uh, and he's got two guys standing to his right. Yeah. Who are... That could have done something good. Yeah.
1: Uh, but also, he's Jesper Horstead. Yeah. Also, you don't practice this play. It's very unlikely that anyone is running this play going, I know exactly where my guys are. I yeah. know how, where I can pitch it to them. I know when I can pitch it to them. This is not a setup. This is bullshit backyard football now. This is pure instinct and luck and reaction. He yep. didn't see the guys that were behind him. Bears Twitter was so upset at him for this. If he makes that yeah. play, it goes down as one of the greatest plays in NFL history. If he doesn't make the play, it's, oh yeah, I can see why he didn't yeah. make that play. Yeah, it goes down like that final play of the Dolphins-Patriots game. Yeah, it goes down as, as like a top 10 in the 200th game in the Bears-Packers storied rivalry. It came down yeah. to the last play, which was... And then the two point conversion was
0: no good and the yeah. Packers win. Yeah, yeah. Also you have to
1: get a two point conversion when you can't consistently gain five yards. Good luck, Bears offense. Um Yeah, that's the game. Uh thank God it's over. Thank, thank God you. the Packers won. It's a wild one. The Packers <laughs> Packers have taken care of business in the NFC North, and
0: despite what anyone is saying about their actual team makeup and such more on that later, they are they're taking care of business. They're leading the NFC North. Yeah. The only real threat's the Vikings, who they play next week at the, the Vikings' uh, Mercedes-Benz
1: Stadium. Is that where the Vikings play? No. No, that's... Um, uh, that's in Atlanta. That's not... Oh, is that... Because it's also the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, isn't it? I think they got two... I think they got doubled up.
0: The Minnesota Vikings... They play at U.S. Bank US Stadium. U.S. Bank Stadium. All right. Sure. Okay. That's where they go play. I wanted to say the Metrodome
1: because I'm that old. Yeah, I loved the Metrodome. It pushed you out when you walked out of it. I hated the Metrodome. I was a child. I thought it was so <laughs> fun. I also love Tropicana Field, so don't look at me for stadium it advice. Just, it just felt like it was made of concrete. Yeah, that's what I love. <laughs> yeah, I was... There wasn't much concrete where I'm from. There was only trees, baby. <laughs> Trees and corn. (laughs) There's a lot of corn
0: in in the Dakotas. I've noticed that. Yeah, There's a lot. I work in Indiana. You'd feel at home there. Yeah. Oh, I I don't know if that feeling of at home is good or not. But I would say no. There's corn. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I went to the, we had a shoot at the, I had a shoot at the Indiana sand dunes once. Um, And so driving out there was just, you know, it's. You're going through, you're on the Chicago Skyway or whatever it's called. Then yeah. you drive by Gary and East Chicago and you see those smokestack things. And Yeah, there's the refinery and the, refinery. the sort of industrial hellscape. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you kind of like start to get to the sand dunes and you're like just starting to see the sand dunes and also the corn is starting to kind of flow in. And you're like, oh no, here we are. It's again. just going to be
0: corn. Oh, yeah. From here on out. And yeah, the rest of Indiana, I've seen a lot of it. It's very corn. Yeah, good. A lot good. of corn. Good for them, you know.
1: Miracle fruit. As cheeseheads in
0: Chicagoland, corn is now a fruit. It's just corn like pizza. Just like pizza. Pizza's a fruit. Pizza's a fruit. that's a well a fruit or vegetable. Yeah, pizza is a food group.
1: It's a staple crop. I'm a fruit vendor. Yes. <laughs> I'm a. I I'm love a, fruit. I'm an Italian <laughs> fruit deli- distribution expert.
0: Fruit is like pizza, and even when it's bad, it's pretty good. Uh or the Cheeseheads in Chicago we'll take a break. We'll be right back after this. Cheeseheads in Chicago Land the Best Podcast about the Green Bay Packers and my tiny little cats who are adorable. What a goofball, Jason. You're a goofball. I'm Mike. That's Matt. Hey. We are coming to you from my beautiful South Side Estate, which I've made Christmassy by putting a big old fat Christmas tree. Big Christmas tree. In the living room. I, I need I need a big fat Christmas
1: tree. I can't abide like a, a skinny Christmas tree. No, I think a Christmas tree has to be squat. You know, I I I I think a tall, skinny Christmas tree <sighs> just looks weird. It doesn't look as festive. I like a, I like a, a, a squat. It looks like it. It looks like you could never topple it over. You know what I mean? Yep. It looks like a, a, the perfect tree. I really like it. And it's I'm, a good tree. I'm not
0: like, I'm not one of those guys who has any sort of like dainty. Anything in no, my you're life? not a dainty man. Yeah, not at all. Um, but old school, big Christmas lights, lots of various ornaments accumulated throughout my my life. I have the the very first ornament that my folks ever got me. They get me an ornament a year, and they fun draw the year on it and like sharpie or oh, something. fun! Yeah, so I have like the ornament from 1980. Wow! I what is it? Um, it's that that prominent one with the baby in the hat go right, you can see right in the middle yeah yep it's a good spot for it yep that's the, the yeah i was born in june so my first christmas was december 1980 hell yeah yes and we've somehow made it to 2019
1: without uh exploding uh the earth or yes. yeah soon um yeah no i'm not saying that that, that won't happen i i I am saying that we haven't done it yet, though. Yeah, <laughs> um, we don't know what fracking is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could. God, we could blow the earth up from the inside out. Have you ever the, seen that movie Tremors? That could be us. There could be worms under them. Yeah, you ever seen? Uh, you ever seen The Meg? I have seen The Meg. That could be us too. Was that uh, Bong Joon Ho who made that movie? Who just did Parasite? No way! No way! Was that Bong Joon Ho? Right. I hope it. W- no, it's John Turtle I'm thinking of another movie.
0: Uh, uh, Okja? I am thinking of a different movie.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What movie am I thinking? The Host. Is that what you're thinking of? Yes. Okay. He wrote
0: The Host. And directed the host oh okay I had I have I have the Meg and the host have you seen the host
1: I've not you seen the see host. the host it's good all right
0: it one is the greatest
1: monster movies ever made I believe it he's pretty good i I mean
0: I'm not sure about one of the greatest monster movies ever made but it is a It is a monster movie whose focus is neither on the monster nor, like, the institutional figures who are supposed to, like, solve the problem. Mm -hmm. The way that American monster movies are always focused on, like, one brave government, man. Yeah. The government will solve all of our issues. Yeah. uh, The host is not that movie. It's legitimately very good.
1: Um, I'm sorry I confused it with The Meg, however. That's right. I always had had a professor who I... I really did not enjoy, but I agreed with him, so I, I stuck it out. Yeah. Um, those are the best professors actually. Yeah. I he I you know, I was I was meeting with another professor one time and he popped in and he goes, I had a, his name is Andy and he pops in and he goes, I had a revelation. I should stop yelling at people. And then I ah! I won't they'll learn more. And I was like, That's a great fucking idea, Andy. You should do that. Uh, but he would always yell at kids. You know, you go around and say, what's your favorite movie? And, you know, 82% of the class would say, uh, Ant-Man or Ant-Man. Aven- <laughs> Avengers. Um, I and- should,
0: uh, Yeah, I should, I should, as a note, either become a professor yells at people who never ask people under the age of 24 what their favorite movie yeah. is, and, and if
1: I want to avoid doing every, the same thing. Every time uh, someone would answer with, you know, the Avengers Infinity War, or Infinity, Infinite War, or whatever it is called. I think he, it's infinity war. He would he would be like, you know, that's fascist propaganda, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they go, "No, it's not." And he would go, "What is it conditioning you to do?" And they go, "I don't know." And he's like, "Fighting solves every answer and there's going to be one superhero who can save all of your problems." And he had he'd written papers on this. He'd studied this bull, he'd studied this shit at some Scottish in his Scottish sure. PhD program, and had this big long answer, but it all broke down to like there is one Superman, super person that you will all admire and look up to, who will solve all of your problems, and also all those problems are saved by fighting each other.
0: And also, the Marvel movies apparently invented this mode in American cinema.
1: Yeah. Oh wait, that's been going on for yeah.
0: the, like since the the you know post World War Two. Yeah. It, um, it,
1: his his theories extended to he was a his his if i remember correctly like all of his thesis stuff was done on like war cinema and so his his theories extended to war cinema as well as like a yeah there's going to be a a white hero who will come in and save the day and will be the superstar and he will be a government man and he will be a military man and he will be regimented and he will follow his he will have a set of a code of ideals and you will worship him uh, and he will—he will never solve it by talking it out or working through his problems. He will only solve it by killing and violence. Yes. And you will worship him. You will worship him. You will worship him.
0: This has a has a particular American flavor. I think what he's seeing more is authoritarianism. Yeah. Because uh, I think Iron Man, because of its direct relationship with capital, is yeah. explicitly fascist. Yeah. Because fascism is about the relationship between capital and the government as much yeah. as it is about authoritarian control.
1: Anyway, welcome, hello, welcome to football. Yes, welcome baby, to my- you seen Marriage Story? That is not fascist. Welcome propaganda. to my football podcast. <laughs> oh
0: yes, twenty one thirteen win over the Bears. I want to, I want to address this idea. I, I want to ask the rhetorical question. How were the Packers supposed to beat the Bears? Because a lot of Packers fans seem to not think that they've beaten the Bears the right way twice this season—in Week
1: One and then in Week Fifteen. Shut the fuck up. There you go. Uh, <laughs> this man has the right answer. <laughs> like, what do you? This is a stellar defense. You, the, this Packers team is not going to hang forty on this team and blow them out—a twenty-one to six game, a twenty-one to three game. That's a blowout in, against a defense like this. You know, if you can put up 21 points against this Bears defense, hell yeah, man, good job. Good job. You you score 20 against this Bears team, you're going to win. You know, it's it's how many years have we watched the New England Patriots win Super Bowls by playing ugly games like this, winning 20 to 13 with a quarterback who throws one touchdown and one interception and they eke out a win in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, if you look at the Bears' losses, the Raiders scored 24 on them and won. The Saints scored 36 on them and won. That's their biggest point total given up, and that's that's the Saints. That's fair. Yeah, that's what's going to happen to you when you play them. Uh, the Chargers scored 17 and beat them. Yeah. The Eagles scored 22 and beat them. Um, and the Rams scored 17 and and beat them and the Packers scored twenty one and beat them outside right of, online. outside of the Saints hanging a number on you.
1: Yeah. Like but that is what New Orleans does. Yeah, exactly. Like good luck getting over twenty points. If you can get over twenty points, you're gonna win this game. Hey, do you know how you win in the playoffs, by the way? Like do
0: you know one, do you know how you get to the playoffs and enjoy home home games you win is games. you win close games in your division. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say who's in your division. <laughs> no it, it doesn't and it matter also, it also doesn't there. say
1: how much you need to win by. Nope, says win 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 the games in your division. You know
0: how you win in the playoffs? You take the ball away from your opponent.
1: Yeah, in you, key
0: in key situations, you win close games.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, this you the NBA where every
0: other game where is a where out. a defensive lineman that's completely unknown outside of Wisconsin steps back and makes an incredible catch on a ball thrown directly to him that he yep. read from the quarterback's eyes as if he was a linebacker or something. Yeah. And that's how that's how you win the playoffs.
1: Yeah. You know, that's what we're talking about is, is you know, how many years have we seen uh, some goofball we've never heard of, you know, bring about the demise of the Packers, uh, you know, year after year after year, it seems. Um, but now it, it, you know, it feels like the Packers are the ones that have these goofballs making all the plays. You know, it's it's this is no longer a team. We you know we said it earlier today. It's this is no longer a team where Aaron Rodgers has to do everything for both the offense and the defense, and he needs to score forty five points or else we're done, or else the Packers are done. You know, it's it's a situation where he just has to play well enough. There are other guys on this team who are going to make plays and keep this team in the game. Yeah. You know, I mean, Dean Lowry's going to make a play. You know, uh, Adrian Amos going to make a few plays. Jair Alexander going to make a few plays. Well, not only are these guys who
0: are lesser contributors going to be able to make plays, but there's enough depth on the defensive yeah. line to where Dean Lowry isn't dead yes. at this point in the game.
1: Yes, you can bring in Kingsley, Kingsley Kiki for five to ten snaps, and he's going to be totally fine.
0: Yeah, Adam, in, Adams and Kiki play Lancaster. 19 snaps yeah. in this game.
1: Lancaster played a bunch. Uh, Kenny Clark played over sixty. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Clark played a ton. He's thankful for that extra day uh, yeah. until Monday. Um, but yeah, no, it, you know, it's it's a thing of 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 everybody can step up here and there, make a play. We're good. It you're good. Like it's 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 not entirely reliant on Aaron Rodgers setting playoff records every single yeah. game any longer. I don't know. That if the Packers have to play on the
0: road and go out to the West Coast, especially in the first round of the playoffs, yeah. I don't know if they have a run in them in this year. But I do know that if they're the one or two seed in this damn thing, yeah. and everyone has to come through Lambeau and slay the Packers defense. Yeah, I think they got a shot. They have a shot in any game they play at home against yes. anyone. Yes. They want the 49ers to come to their place. They want the Saints to come yeah. to Lambo. They would love it if the Saints came up to Lambo. Oh my god. For a championship game. That's why these division games are so damn important. Yeah. That's why they've there there's nothing there's nothing bigger than next week. Against no, the Vikings.
1: Next week's practically a playoff game. Oh, it's you—absolutely you, a playoff game. You win against Minnesota, you've basically won a playoff game. You've locked in a bye. Yeah,
0: yeah. You, That's you, it. you have to beat the Vikings. You
1: have to beat the Vikings. I don't. I
0: don't want to say that like the
1: Packers can't go to the West Coast and win, but they sure haven't. No, they sure have not even <laughs> gone to the West Coast and looked looked like a football team. Uh, they've looked. Uh, they've gotten obliterated both times they went to the West Coast. Let's stay away from the West Coast. Maybe. Let's let's avoid the West Coast. Let's let's not do it. So, I just, I
0: don't know what the Packers are supposed to do other than like get into double digit wins. I don't know wh- where they're supposed to be other than eleven and three. But the amount of negativity I'm seeing of like, well, this isn't actually a good football team. Who cares? Shut up! I. <laughs> this is very much
1: a good football yeah. <laughs> team. Are you watching the football games? Yeah. Like it It's not the football teams we've seen in the past. No. It's a different team that's winning in different ways every single week. And you know, it's 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 it goes back to this again, is like nobody's questioning if the Seattle Seahawks are a good football team because they have a Russell Wilson type figure. You know, we, we all year long we've kind of harped on Aaron Rodgers a little bit, you know. For the last couple of years, people have kinda of harped on Aaron Rodgers a bit. Is he still good? Is he still elite? Is he still the same guy? Yeah, he's super great, yeah. but he doesn't have to do the Russell Wilson pull everything out at the last minute. Go ten Russell and Wilson one is
0: the most in his prime player I've ever seen. He's just he's twenty he's it.
1: he's twenty fourteen Aaron Rodgers. Just he's he's twenty eleven Aaron Rodgers. He's he's incredible, and he can do stuff. You know, when you're playing against teams that are not necessarily playoff teams, that you can carry a team to a ten and one in close games record. That's pretty crazy to count on in the playoffs. Six and one when you win eleven and eleven games. If only half of your games are close, one score games. Yeah, means you're doing something right, man. You know, it mean, it means you're you're not only winning games on last second field goals. You're not only winning games on on last second hail marys and and luck. You know, it 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 is this is a really this is a really good football team. Yeah, whether they're Super Bowl contenders. I don't know, I think they can do it if they get home field advantage
0: it's a pretty insane sentiment to think' I' mean pardon, but it's a pretty dumb sentiment or it's just adjectives uh, they're all <laughs> they're ev pro- every adjective i'm gonna use yeah. <laughs> it's it's an asinine sentiment wow, beautiful to to think to yourself, the packers aren't good because they would be at a disadvantage if they had to go to, on the road and play the San Francisco 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks.
1: No one in the league wants that yeah, to happen. Yeah, no, there's I, only one team who I would, I would say is a pretty steady chance to go into either of those places and win. And they're in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's the thing.
0: No one in the league wants yes. to come to Lambeau field oh. in
1: January. No, Nobody, not a people are like, Ah oh, man, we gotta go to San Francisco. If you see you have to go to Lambo in January, you're like, oh fuck. That's a problem. Oh That's a no. Problem. Especially if you are not a cold weather team. If you are the New Orleans Saints who play indoors eight weeks out of the year, you do not, you do not want to come up to Lambo in the snow. <laughs> in the cold, yeah. freezing weather, likely snow, just assuming that there's going to be snow, yeah. and play in that weather. You don't want to. There's no team in the league that's, that's good enough to not be worried about
0: going on the road to, yeah. to play a playoff team in, in January. No, there's no team out there. So, like, if if you're upset that the Packers aren't winning in a different way, you're literally upset that the Packers have not created another class of team to yeah. which
1: to belong. <laughs> <laughs> they're good. They're they're good. They're a solid playoff team. If they finish in the, in the two seed, you know, I I think they have a a definite chance of going to the Super Bowl. I I would not put it past them. I you can never count on an Aaron Rodgers team, especially one that has a defense like this. I I, I would love that
0: to happen i want that to happen I've, my expectations have been very tempered all throughout this season
1: yes and, you know and I, I i feel that like kind of the 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 anxiety around the packers well, they're not really good is it feels like a like a traumatic reaction yeah it feels like a, we've been hurt before we don't yeah. want to be hurt again we don't want to get our hopes up maybe they're not good maybe they won't do it Feels very midwestern. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty darn good. They're pretty darn good. Yeah, pretty good team, and good stuff's happening for them.
0: Defense takes the ball away. I'm telling you, I'm telling you over and over. Well, how did the Packers win in 2010? They didn't turn the ball over. Defense took the ball away. Yeah, they won the turnover margin. Yeah. every single game. That's uh, there a a whole. I, I watched a lot of football <laughs> this yeah. year, and I tell you what, you know the the way that you win if your defense takes the ball away or you just are on a different level better than your yeah. opponent, which also works if you're, if your offense is some sort of a, you know, a, a meat grinder. But if you take the ball away, the better team isn't going to win. <laughs> if if you're, yeah. if you're not the better team and you come into a place and take the ball away, or they have to come play you at home and your fans are all riled up and you take the ball away. You're going to win. You're
1: going to win. You, you take the ball away twice. You're probably yep. going to win.
0: The, uh, I watched the East Noble Knights mm-hmm. uh, go to the state finals in Indiana, despite turning the ball over five times at home. Wow. Their coach was straight up just like, yeah, that that's not supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> I'm interviewing for the state championship
1: yeah. game. He's like, I'm not supposed to be here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have won that game.
1: Yeah. yeah we should have lost. <laughs> yeah. By a lot. You give them five extra possessions. Yeah. You don't deserve to win. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and he knew he knew it as well as anyone. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know,
0: it's it's he got his butt kicked in state championships too. But uh the uh the idea being that uh, yeah, if you if defense takes the ball away, you can, you can come up with stuff that's exactly what the Packers do. If they if they get into the playoffs at home at Lambeau against some legit great teams in the league and don't take the ball away, they're going to lose.
1: Yeah, they're going to lose. Yeah. Plain and simple. They take the ball away, they're going to win. And you know, in 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 this game we saw guys getting their hands on the ball a lot. You know, Darnell Savage dropped two interceptions. Uh, He, he looked fantastic mm. this week. He looked back, to, back to full speed. Yeah. He looked really great. Um, You know, Jair had a, had one, he had his hands on another one. Um, You know, guy, Kevin King's, I think, uh, tied for 10th in the, you know, he's in the top 10 in interceptions in the league. You know, they've got guys who, who can be ball hawks and can take the ball away and, at the end of the day, that's kind of the biggest thing. You know, you want to win that turnover margin and you win the turnover margin, you win the games. Packers are doing a heck of a good, jo- a heck of a job with it on defense and they don't turn the ball over on offense.
0: If you're Mike Patton and you're the defensive staff right now, you have to be formulating a plan to take these guys up that next level. Yeah. What are, what are the practices look like? Because a lot of balls have been hitting the defense in the hands this year and that's that's your next step. It's you know Jair's step to go from one of the best cornerbacks in the league to a perennial All Pro. Yes, yeah. to turn the plays where it hits him in the hands, hits him in the back,
1: hits him in the helmet, into is a pick six. Yeah, you know he, he's he's I think leading the NFL in passes defended, or you know in second or third, he's he's right up there. A lot of those have been ones where they've gone right through the hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know a lot of ball drills to to get them ready. But, you know, this is a defense that's, that's in the position to make the plays and is on, in a lot of occasions, making the plays that yeah. change games
0: on the offensive side. Uh, Rodgers didn't complete 50% of his passes. This was 2019. So yeah, it, it, we've talked a bit about some of the things that he was not doing well in this game. Yeah. It's upset. I said this last year, la- earlier this year as well, is that, the one thing that you can say about the Minnesota defense is that it's not the Chicago defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, yeah, they're not a bad, not a bad group. There no. are some weaknesses at secondary, but they don't, they're not going to kill you quite like yeah. the front of the Bears can. So you've got, uh, you've got a situation where you are going to have a half a second more, which is what it looked like Rogers wanted to do. Some of the yeah. Some of the bad ideas they had, yeah, in the pocket against the Bears,
1: yeah, you know, a, a lot of that, you know, comes down to the fact that the the Vikings don't have a Khalil Mack type uh, player on the edge that you constantly have to be accounting for and double accounting for. You know, uh, Vikings have Hunter. He's 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 stellar. I think he's got a twelve and a half sacks this year. He's he's really good, but he's not the same kind of explosive ruin an entire offense's game plan type of player like Cleo Mack is, you know? Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's a Vikings defense that matches up well with this Packers offense. Of the-
0: note, Brian Belaga played spectacularly yeah. in this game. He,
1: he's had a, a career year.
0: Don't know. I don't know how much better you can play against the bears front than the way blog and Bakhtiari did on the edges. Ba- per- practically flawless I yep. mean
1: they they were they were they were both uh, incredible
0: Adams was awesome in the game Alan Lazard was pretty good Geronimo Allison is um uh, on his way off this roster from the way he's playing yeah I don't I don't know if there's
1: another another chance for him no I you know I I, I think a big chunk of his snaps should start going to to Lizard and Kumaro soon yeah, Kumaro with 11 snaps,
0: one of the biggest plays in the ball game. MVS 7 snaps. They wanted to get him involved early and I think I think the biggest comment that you can that the coaching staff is giving us on MVS is that he doesn't come back in after he gets a chance and yeah. and blows it. Yeah, it's pretty clear that that they don't have a lot of faith in in his mental makeup right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I would I would I would agree on that. You know, it's 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 interesting to see how far he's he's come this year. Is you know, starting the year basically de facto number two. Uh I mean he's still on, second on the team in, in receiving yards. You know, he's he, he had some big games to start the season out and it's just kind of fluttered off as the year's gone yeah. on.
0: At tight end, uh, Jay
1: Sternberger is getting more
0: involved as the Packers are rolling with four tight ends and doing nothing with all
1: four of them. Yeah. We, amazing. we saw some 13 personnel out yeah. there. Um, some weird, some, some, some big looks, some heavy looks, um, but still doing almost nothing with all four of them in the passing. game.
0: Yeah. You should really, if you want to keep four tight ends, you should demonstrate that you have some idea of what to do with those four tight ends. Um, Yeah, we talked about how well the offensive line is playing right now. Elton Jenkins should be the rookie of
1: the year. He's phenomenal. He's so good. Oh, my God. He's incredible. Yeah.
0: (laughs) As much as, like... You can talk about Akeem Hicks is basically wearing a robot arm on his arm in this game, Mm -hmm. and at multiple times is like running off the field, screaming in pain, while holding his arm limply at his side, only to come back like five plays later and do it again. Superhuman, yeah. That that guy is. So you're you're dealing with you know an Akeem Hicks at eighty five percent, which is terrifying. Yeah, (laughs) and doing doing a good job. That's. That's all you can ask your rookie guard to do.
1: But I mean it, it, all year long. Billy Turner, is, Billy Turner's been a really 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 good, good. player. Uh Balaga, I mean Blaga has been incredible and Bakhtiari's Bakhtiari. you know, he had some 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 ups and downs in the beginning of the year, but he's he, I think he's kind of evened out as the year's gone on. Left tackles the most exposed position in the NFL. Yeah. I, I mean outside of like
0: some of the, some of your some of your truly great left tackles who do you want that's better that you can actually put oh, on
1: this team there's no I, like, yeah. there's no one i'd rather have um but you know it, it, beginning of the year he he looked a little uh a little slower than he has in years past but there's no one else i th- i think that the Packers would rather have and i don't think there's any i don't think there's a better left tackle in the league um yeah i, I you know with where this team is right now i i, I think it's 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 only positive things yeah On the defensive side, Kenny
0: Clark is the MVP of of this game in my heart. Yes. And strengths of the of the Bears are not their interior offensive line. Packers had a very good game plan to, if they could, bother Trubisky in the passing game with a three or four man rush most of the time and make Trubisky stare at seven or eight guys in coverage. A lot of zone as well. Yeah. A lot of guys looking right back at him.
1: Yeah, so that he can't run. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few times where he tried to scramble out, and there's eight people watching him. Second he starts to scramble out, all eight people are coming for him. You know, there's nothing you can do if you're trying to scramble against the zone. Yeah, Kenny Clark played well. Rashawn Gary got
0: his second sack of his young career. It was a good play. Kyler Fackrell is getting pretty significant snaps right now. As an edge rusher as well,
1: and he's been good in run coverage. He's been good in <laughs> pass coverage. He's he's been you know he's been solid as that kind of third option swing edge guy. Yeah. You know he, he's 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 solid. We talked about him last week, and that I, I think I think now I've started to
0: see what the Packers coaching staff saw in him that he wasn't quite demonstrating on yeah. the field is that he's – it's, it wasn't so much his deficiency as so much
1: as the fact that he can't be the best player in the outside linebacker group. Yeah. That's your problem. He, yeah, he can't be your number one edge rusher. He needs to be a rotation guy, a guy who comes in every once in a while and stays as fresh as possible. Amos and Savage both played all 84 snaps.
0: They had a fantastic game. They were great. Uh, Adrian Amos is so good. The, the bullshit that's been available deep up the middle against the Packers for... A long time. Yeah. No longer. No available. Longer. No.
1: Yeah. It's, you've you've oh, got to so hit
0: Robinson on the edge if you're the Bears. Yeah.
1: yeah. you got to make guys. Yep. Packers make guys throw it on the outside of the numbers, and that's a tough throw to make. You
0: need both of those guys to play the best game that they've played this season because Adam Thielen.
1: He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Stephon Diggs. He's, he's Stephon been playing Diggs. pretty good, too.
0: Yeah. A lot of pressure on your defense. Yeah. <laughs> when when those two guys are looking at you. Kevin uh, Kevin King. Week after missing the game, plays all eighty-four snaps in this game. Uh, again, like I was so worried about Kevin King. I'm still worried about Kevin King. I'll no, never yeah. stop being worried about Kevin King and his health. But uh, what he's been able to do as far as just being on the field this year is yeah. outstanding.
1: You know, I I almost didn't expect him to play this game. Uh, I thought they were going to try and you know rest him up a little bit. Um, but he gave it a go and he looked pretty good. You know, he, he tripped on one one big. Big play, like a thirty four yard gain. Um, but you know, it's it's Lambeau field in the wintertime. Guys slip all the time. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, Tremont
0: Williams outside of not calling for a fair catch I'm getting just ran through. Tremon Williams should be calling for a fair catch on second down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> before they punt it, Tremon yeah. should just say, "I'm I'm just gonna yeah. fair catch this one. You <laughs> can put it wherever you want. I'm gonna fair catch it."
0: It's like the uh, like the coaches who tell tell the refs that they're gonna call timeout. Like yeah. I'm gonna call timeout with three seconds left, and then the like yeah. Tremon Williams should be like shaking hands gonna, with the refs ahead hey of the guys, game. Like, hey,
1: Mister Punter, I'm, I'm making gonna f- I'm gonna call making fair the catch. fair
0: catch signal right now. Uh, don't do that again and channon uh, sullivan had a great game as the fourth cornerback yeah, he's
1: he's pretty solid i think he's he's solidly outplayed tony brown um he's definitely outsnapping josh jackson um you know he, he's he's been a really 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 good kind of depth pickup
0: yeah again there are better options on the vikings than um, Jesper Horsted, yeah. yeah. So be ready for that. Also, I want to note Ibrahim Campbell's job in this game he's, was to follow Tariq Cohen around. Yeah, he did a great job. And he did a fantastic he's, job.
1: He's really good. When Tariq
0: Cohen comes on the field, he's so good that defenses have essentially just, in, on top of their scheme, yeah. just brought a guy whose job it is to follow him. Ibrahim Campbell did that for the Packers. He did it really well. That's... That's a hard assignment. Yeah, he, and he did a great job.
1: He's a guy the Packers trust. You know, he, he's he's a veteran guy. He's been around the league. He, you know, he's with this 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 defense last year. He, uh, he's just he's a guy. He's not a superstar. You know, he's 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 not going to make any any uh, flashy plays, but he's going to make the right play. He's going to be where he needs to be. He's going to make the tackle, and he 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 played really well.
0: That there you have it, Packers Vikings yeah. on Monday night. So I'm did. gonna watch this game with my dad back up in uh, in the home state. I know you're headed to South Dakota as well yeah, I think. for the week. Yeah, I'm going up Saturday after the basketball game I'm working. Where you I'm either gonna come back here, sleep for a couple hours and leave in the morning, or just like collect you know, get a Zoom. cup of coffee, collect yeah. Amy and go. Because that makes just about as much sense as trying to stop back here just to have to drive on, on Sunday morning yeah. in the traffic.
1: Oh, man, the traffic's going to be crazy. It's going to be bad, folks. It's going to be bad. I can't wait for the uh, the old airport, the old uh, Mr. O'Hare. He's going to be uh, full of folks. Yep. Um. But I th- I think I'll be watching this one back in South Dakota. Um, excited, excited, excited for this game. Excited for a Monday night football game. We know how Kirk Cousins plays when the big lights are on.
0: I'm excited for a
1: late season game that matters. Yeah. It it's about It's time. been a long time. It's been a long time. And a b- b- long time for us is two years. <laughs> yeah. <It's> been, <laughs> which is... which it's been is been long enough. <laughs> you know, not 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 very long for uh, a lot of the NFC North teams, but... It um, matters in a way that it's not like, well, the Packers can kind
0: of save their season and get a mathematical possibility or no, it's like this one, this one win very, the division, very real for the division yep.
1: and likely a, a buy. And um, so this would be, this would be humongous. And we'll be back next week to
0: tell you all about it. Let's take a look at some of the other things that happened around the NFL in today's action. Let's. Pull up the right web page. It's the most fun part of the podcast waiting for me to pull up the right web page. Baltimore beats the New York Jets 42 to 21. The only remarkable thing in this game is that the New York Jets scored 21 points. Pretty crazy. Uh, New England beat Cincinnati 34 to 13 in the most predictable game out there. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Detroit Lions 38 to 17. The Lions are circling the drain. Matt Stafford is
1: dead. Um, it's a weekend at Bernie situation going on there at the moment. Yeah, he, there's no way he should play in week 17. He, it's a serious injury. Leave him out. Mm-hmm. Houston is is keeping their uh, their division lead
0: and their season alive. That was a must win. They beat the Titans 24 to 21 on the road. Uh, Houston has stumbled enough to where that keeps them in it, so I was glad to see that because I'm a big Deshaun Watson fan. He's real good. Uh, Kansas City beats Denver 23-3. That's not a surprise. The New York Giants beat the Miami Dolphins 36-20. to uh, Philadelphia beats Washington 37-27. Uh, Seattle beats Carolina 30-24. to They're going to start Will Greer for the Carolina Panthers as they've, uh, they've lost the script. Yeah, Ron, the, Ron Rivera is the next coach of the Vikings or not the Vikings, the Lions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. I didn't think about that, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're gonna, they're going to fire Matt Patricia at the end of this season and they're going to hire Ron fair. Rivera. Um it'd be funnier if they hired Mike McCarthy. Be great. You know, the man, the man needs his massages. Um <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Oakland Raiders in the final game. In Oakland for the Raiders, Uh, they went out in, I think, very suitable fashion Yeah, because they are very cynically moving the team to Las Vegas under the auspices of a fail son owner of a guy who wasn't very good to start with in uh, Mark Davis
1: and his dad, Al Davis. Uh, Gardner Minshew, after this game, said he's never been flipped off more in his life. By Oakland Raiders. That actually surprises me. (laughs)
0: Gardner Minshew
1: strikes me as a man who's been flipped off a lot in his life. (laughs) Well, maybe not as many. You know, you get a whole stadium of Raiders fans bearing down on you saying, hey, Uh, look at my fingers. Still, still surprising. Yeah. Still surprising, he hasn't been flipped off more than 60,000 times yeah. to this point in his life. He looks like he's been flipped off 72,000 yeah. times.
0: Um, Cardinals beat the Cleveland Browns. I don't care. Uh, Minnesota Vikings big statement win on the road against the Los Angeles Chargers 39 to 10. The Cowboys beat the shit out of the Rams yeah. 44 to 21. I wasn't exactly expecting that. No, they came out and played hard. Uh, The Atlanta Falcons are still stabbing people. Yeah. They beat San Francisco in San Francisco on a last second miracle
1: play. Yeah. Any given Sunday, man. I, I, you know, if the Falcons can beat the 49ers, the ball broke the
0: plane. Yeah. That's why they say broke the plane, not went into the end zone or anything. Touchdown to touchdown. Yep. Uh, Buffalo beat Pittsburgh. Then a good game.
1: Yeah. Buffalo's for real. This I enjoyed year. watching not that bad. game.
0: Tredarius White is a he's really good. full grown man. He's really good. I'm a big fan of his. I was a fan of his since we saw him in the Buffalo game last year against yeah. Green Bay. He's
1: he's he's shut down.
0: Yeah, he's 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 all that and more. Um the Steelers are searching for a quarterback right now, and
1: they don't have one. They don't have one. They they showed Ben Roethlisberger on the the tape and I, he looked like he'd aged hundred. He's going to retire. <laughs> yeah, he's done. He's done. He's, he knew that too. He's going
0: to get mistaken for Matt Patricia in a couple of years. Yeah. Oh um, my God,
1: it's a good point. He looked exactly. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, he looked exactly like Matt Patricia. <laughs> uh, they have the same criminal background. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sad. The uh, <laughs>
0: Saints beat the uh, beat the Indianapolis Colts. The Saints are good, and the Colts have turned out to be bad. So there you go right now. Uh, Patriots and Bills are both going to the playoffs from the AFC East. Love it. Uh, Ravens are definitely going. AFC South is still up for grabs. Houston Texans one game in front of the Tennessee Titans in the AFC West. Kansas City Chiefs are going. And there are... (laughs) There's nothing figured out in the NFC East because the two leading teams are seven and seven. Yeah, real rough. Because the East is is terrible. Bad. That's bad, bad stuff. Bad,
1: bad. Two teams bad. at seven and seven, two teams at three and eleven. God, I hope the Cowboys make the playoffs so Jason Garrett doesn't get fired and we get to go through another year of this. Yo,
0: the Dallas Cowboys at seven and seven have a plus ninety point differential. Jeez. The Philadelphia Eagles at seven and seven have a plus six. <laughs>
1: point differential. Yeah, average of uh less than 1 point per win. That sucks.
0: That's so bad. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I don't know which which stat is uh, uh, worse. <laughs> Which stat hurts me more. Um yeah, Packers a game up on the Vikings, 11-3, and 3, over 10-4. and 4. Nothing else matters in the North now. In um, the NFC South, the Saints are going there 11-3 and 3 as well. No one's catching them and the NFC West. Seahawks and 49ers are both 11-3. and 3. Are they playing each other next week? They play each other, I think, week
1: 17. Oh, that'll be good. Uh, most likely it'll be for the uh, division title. Stay tuned, folks. Be exciting. <laughs> Who did the Seahawks have next week? The
0: Seahawks, in fact, next week have the Cardinals. Okay. Yeah. Um, How about an upset there? Arizona, that'd be good. Who do the 49ers have next week? They, in fact,
1: have the Rams. Uh, I, if If I remember correctly, if both of them lose, and then the Seahawks win in Week 17, and the Packers win out, Packers have a shot at the one seed.
0: Let's everyone come to Lambeau Field.
1: Yeah, I think that's the math on it. Um, If everyone comes to Lambeau Field, I think, hell yeah, man, wrap it up, Super Bowl. Let's get the tickets, baby. Let's let's, go. Let's have
0: the Super Bowl in Lambeau Field in in Green Bay. They should do that one year. If they if they just stopped caring about revenue and popularity, yeah, whether or not like Elton John is going to come out and play. Yeah. Uh, who cares? Get get some. Have we decided who's playing the Super Bowl this year? I feel like we have, and I forgot. I feel like it's I feel
1: like it's Maroon Five or something silly. That was
0: Maroon Five last year. I was put off odd, by Adam Levine's think, odd tattoos.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, Super Bowl performance.
0: I didn't know he had as many tattoos, like let alone as many like weird like OG like gothic script like weird like weird sort stuff. of nineties nineties. West Coast gangster rap Like culture stuff on him As well as like hipster birds and such It was
1: weird It's gross Uh, Yeah Jennifer Lopez and Shakira Are 2020s Okay Um, I've met Shakira
0: How was she She was fine Okay I said hey Shakira And she said hey Oh nice Yeah Very nice (laughs) Yeah I was was working in a place that Routinely had like Celebrities in Mm. it So It was just that Like everyone was like Oh, hey. Really fired up about Shakira. And she like actually was one of the few who were like stopping for a moment to say hi to everyone. Oh, very neat. Yeah, because he came very down cool. like the back elevator from the nightclub. Oh. Okay. If you wanted to avoid paparazzi. Paparazzi and nonsense in downtown Dallas. Okay. I'm gonna tell you a story as we sure. close out from Let's that. Do it. Um as I was uh I was working overnights in this in this hotel and kitchen i was their baker Mm -hmm. and the guy who worked the hotline for all night dining and room service was this guy named uh billy Mm -hmm. and me and billy were were buddies and we heard from the bouncer upstairs who'd give us like the you know the nightly take of like who's upstairs and like hey dennis rodman's here tonight and this is 2006 or 7 okay um so it's like like well, this Rodman story's always been sad but it hadn't re- gotten as sad as it is now sure with with him it was just sort of sad yeah but uh billy goes hey i know dennis rodman
1: and we're all just like you do not know dennis rodman what do you you're doing? like we all know dennis rodman he's yeah. the guy from the bulls of yeah. course
0: he's like no i know dennis rodman i met him when we were in europe and like i know Den- dennis rodman and we're all just like you don't know dennis rodman he's like okay when Dennis Rodman comes down that back elevator, I'm going to prove to you that I know Dennis Rodman. And so we're all kind of waiting. We're trying to do it very nonchalantly oh to make it appear like we're not God. waiting for Dennis Rodman yeah. to come out the elevator. Yeah. And, you know, the elevator opens with Dennis Rodman. He's wearing a trucker hat. And yeah. like whatever it is. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, clothing. he's wearing Dennis Rodman clothing. He's very obviously Dennis yeah. Rodman. He's not whatever height the NBA listed him at for his yeah. entire career. He's, in fact, shorter than yeah, that. Of course. But um, Billy goes, Hey, Dennis and Dennis Rodman looks up and goes, Billy.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's the, that's, you know, I wasn't, you know, w- whenever someone's telling a story, you're kind of like, okay, where's this going to go? Like yeah. what? It, you're like, Dennis Rodman's gonna respond. So I'm like, what the fuck is Dennis Rodman gonna say? And that is the one thing that I didn't think of is like he, just a weird noise he, of He actually knew him. Billy. And so I I never doubted
0: Billy again. <laughs> yeah. Because wow. uh yeah, you knew you knew Dennis Rodman. He was
1: correct <laughs> God, <laughs> about I, knowing Dennis Rodman. That's so funny. Um I only have one celebrity story. It's Nicole Kidman. Um, I was, I was, I was editing a film on a, on the, the studio lot, uh, a couple summers ago and, um, in LA and I, I go down to the commissary to get some food. They have this very, very expensive film commissary where burgers are, you know, 12 bucks or whatever, uh, fries or another five. And so it's super expensive and I'm treating myself uh, after a long day of sitting behind a computer screen. So I order a bacon cheeseburger with fries and a Coke and I'm eating greasy and I sit down and I turn around to go sit in the chair to wait for my food to come out and Nicole Kidman is in line behind me and she orders a a strawberry salad which looks beautiful and incredibly healthy and then she goes and sits down. She's in like a full suit like she's in she's like producer mode goes and sits down and she immediately like gets into a meeting with these four other women who are all discussing something. And I was like, I'm not going to say hi, but that looks fun. <laughs> I hope you enjoy being healthy, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, Just having fun being Nicole Kidman over yeah. here. Just having fun
0: planning out a movie. I once walked right past uh, Willie Nelson in Las Ooh. Vegas. And as I walked by, I thought to myself, that guy looks exactly like Willie Nelson. Yeah. That's because. Willie Nelson. That actually is Willie Nelson. I think I've told that story on the podcast before. It's good that it's short. Yeah, I hadn't told one. the Dennis Rodman story.
1: That's before, a great though. story. That's a yeah. great
0: story. Uh, there are a lot more stories about uh, about me and Billy and and you know, the eventual end of well, both of us working at that place. It's not they're not intertwined, but sure, uh, wish they were. Boy, yeah, we yeah yeah. I those Dallas years were and uh, when I when I write the the autobiography, sure. those Dallas years are. Are gonna take a couple of chapters, and <laughs> 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 the chapter will be boom, like boom, boom, boom. Those Dallas years, <laughs> oh, part one. <laughs> they got a little, they got a little bit uh, surreal there for a minute. Anyway, uh, this is cheesehead's in Chicago, and the Ch- cheesehead of the week it's Kenny Clark or is it Dean Lowry?
1: It's one uh, of those two guys. Co, co, co cheeseheads for the okay. first time. Not the first time. Not the first time, time at all. Before. <laughs> uh the defensive line. Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry. Uh sure, you can get in there, Tyler Lancaster. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> mainly Dean Lowry and, and Kenny Clark. They yeah. deserve it. I, I love that
0: Dean Lowry got to uh, run down to the end zone and be like the centerpiece of the uh of the photo.
1: That was so that fun. That was so fun. Yeah. Um that was that was great. Dean Lowry, not a single tackle on the day, one interception. Huge play. Yeah. You know, your standard cornerback line. Your st- standard cornerback yeah. line. One pass is defensed, one interception, no tackles, yeah. no sacks. He's a bit big for the cornerback yeah. position, but let's put him in. I'm going to find so a is, way to work it out. They said so is Kevin King, but look how he's mm-hmm. playing pretty
0: darn well. Thank you for listening to episode 60 of our podcast. We'll be back next week for a cobbled together remote episode. Until then, stay cheesy, baby. There you go.
2: Someone better call a hearse. I can see it all from here, from just a few glimpses. Now that light bulb's gone off and it's pulling my and Now the light bulb's gone on. I've seen it in your eyes. I've seen you blankly stare, and well, I wanna show you how I love you, but there's nothing there.